Welcome to Redefining the Good Life, the podcast that calls BS on the rat race of modern life and helps you finally have the courage to go after your dreams. I'm your host, Aishan Karaduman, aka The Omnivorist. I'm a life coach and functional nutritional therapy practitioner. Using a blend of mindset tools and ancestral nutrition, as well as understanding just what it means to be human today, I'm here to help you change the trajectory of your life. Another future is possible, my friend. Welcome on board. Hello, darlings. I hope you've been doing well and getting some of this lovely spring sun wherever you are. In today's episode, I want to dispel yet another myth. You're probably like, Aishan, what else is new? (laughs) And you'd be right. Now, this is another one that comes up regularly in my client sessions and even for me personally. So I figured it was time to dedicate a whole episode to it. Today, I want to talk to you about why putting yourself last is actually not being kind to anybody. I think we so often do this because we make putting ourselves first mean that it's selfish to do so. The dictionary definition of selfish is seeking one's own advantage, pleasure, or well-being without regard for others. So we assume that putting our own needs first makes us selfish and therefore a bad person that we're not giving enough to other people. So we have guilt around doing things for ourselves. So how does this show up exactly? Basically, I'll take care of everyone else before I get to me. I'll avoid letting down anyone but me. So for example, you don't call the babysitter so you can go out for a walk with girlfriends. You once again can't bring yourself to say no to your boss, except that extra project and stay up late after the kids are in bed to get it done, and then, of course, you're exhausted the next day. You stay up late with your hubby who wants to watch Netflix instead of going to bed early because you feel so much better when you do so. Or you eat pizza with everybody else because you don't want to be that party pooper, even though you get terrible tummy aches every time you do. You accept a work call on your vacation, even though you'd planned on going for a hike that morning. And on and on and on, right? So what happens as a result? What happens when we do all these things without regard for ourselves is that very often we feel physically depleted, we have even less time and energy for ourselves, and here's what I'm going to say, this is another telltale emotion with guilt, is we get resentful. You know, when we go about our lives doing things out of guilt, out of trying to please other people or what we imagine will please them, Resentment is often not too late to the party. But feeling resentful is really a sign that you're not giving yourself what you need and you're expecting the world to somehow magically take care of it. But that always backfires. And why? Because the only person who can truly take care of your needs is you, my friend. And here's what I really wanted to get to today When you do all the things for all the people except tending to your own needs, guess what you also create? You actually have less to give those you care most about, not more. 
You know, we show up as that short-tempered mom. We're too tired to make love. We forget to call our closest friends on their birthday because we're constantly on the go. So while you're busy thinking being selfless is a good way to be, it actually makes you less able to take care of others as you would like. You know, the really surprising thing when I think about this is, and this is something I've observed all my life, but couldn't put my finger on it until recently, some of my friends who are really bad at keeping in touch are those who have a hard time saying no, who exhaust themselves to take care of all the things for all the people, and as a result, have less to give, not more. And then they pile on even more guilt on top of it, which makes them even less likely to reach out, and it goes on and on in a vicious cycle. When you let yourself down, you inevitably let others down. And by the way, let me also clarify, I am not saying that the only good reason to put yourself first is so you can take good care of others. I am definitely not saying that. The best reason to take good care of yourself is because you want to, and because you get to, and because you're worthy of it. Period. Learning to say no to whatever doesn't truly light you up is one of the best superpowers you can develop in order to create an intentional life for yourself. Remember, and this is going back to episode 11, Demystifying Self-Care, your needs matter and you're the only one who can tend to them. Think about that for a minute. Nobody owes it to you. If you cruise your days on wishful thinking, hoping that there will maybe be enough time to do something that fills you up, well, that moment may never come or at least not as regularly, or at least not regularly enough to make a difference. And why is it that we feel like we're taking away from someone else when we do something good for ourselves? Like, why is well-being such a limited commodity in the first place? When you feel good, you're so much better at making everybody else feel better. So I want to give you a, an example of what this looks like in real life. This is from my client, Nazle, who also happens to be my amazing cousin. Since starting our work together, she's been showing up so differently in her life in general and specifically at her work. She's a high school Spanish teacher in Florida, so things are already pretty stressful in normal times. And with COVID, it's been that times to the 10. And she was telling me she recently found herself with a typical dilemma. It was a Sunday and she had a shit ton of papers to grade and stuff to rush for school the next day. And what she would have normally done in that circumstance would be to go into panic mode, judge herself for being behind, and feel really guilty for letting her students down. And this would mean she would, she would you know, basically choose to sacrifice her own well-being, probably going to sleep really late, and just barely manage to get it all done under immense pressure until the whole thing starts back up again. And... It is because of this kind of pattern that she had thoroughly exhausted herself and never woke up feeling rested. This was before, you know, we started working together. And of course, all those years, she was chalking it up to a stressful job, you know. But this time, on that particular Sunday, was different. This time, she actually paused. And she thought, I'm going to do what works for me. 
and she came up with the perfect plan. She decided to take Monday morning off and just calmly finish up what she needed to. As a result, she got her work done without feeling completely depleted by the end and was super proud of herself. Now, of course, her job is still just as stressful. Nothing changed on that front. But what changed is her thoughts. Once she realized that she's not just a passive victim to her circumstances, that she has a choice at any given time, that she gets to make these decisions about how to live her own life, like, you know, she's her own boss, that changed everything. And because she has so much more awareness around her own thought patterns now, she doesn't even let the work pile up as much as that anymore because she no longer needs to procrastinate. And because she's now actually waking up with energy um, since putting her needs first, she's so much more productive at work too. So you see how that's such a big win-win? When you start making daily choices that prioritize your own well-being, you end up actually able to show up the way you want to show up in every aspect of your life. When you have more energy because you eat well and sleep well, it's actually as if you've bought extra hours in the day. So in the end, by putting yourself first, you have more to give, not less. But also, all of this goes beyond the everyday self-care stuff. Anytime you're deferring a dream, anytime you're saying, oh, one day I will get to that thing, you know, whether it be writing that novel that you've always wanted to, launching your coaching business because helping other people is really what makes you come alive more than anything, or recognizing that you're in a dead-end relationship and actually going after finding the love of your life, you know, anytime you're deferring a dream like that, you're putting an important part of you last. And that is a part that will make you more whole. So let me ask you this. What are you actually waiting for? And I would suggest that you really do this exercise. Write down all the reasons for and all the reasons against waiting. And think about this. Are the reasons you're putting off what you want being kind to you? Or are they just being nice to everybody else, but in the end, neither kind to them nor to you? Because those reasons are what's keeping you from putting your best out into the world. And make no mistake, my friends, the world deserves the very best of you. The world needs your unique contribution. Imagine really what kind of a world it would be if everybody figured out how to fill their own cups first. So think about that today. What unique gift or what unique project, what unique idea do you have in you that you need to get out? Okay, I want you to do that exercise and tell us in our Facebook group how you have done. It's called Redefining the Good Life Community. And if you're also ready to become the person who no longer believes that the hustle is the way, just reach out to me today to get on my calendar. My email address is in the show notes. That's all I have for you today, my friends. I will speak to you next time. Mm-hmm.